0: this is Rob Lott.
1: And I'm Leslie Erdelak. You're listening to Health Affairs This Week, a podcast where every week you can join the editors at Health Affairs for a conversation about the health policy headlines and stories that caught our attention So Rob, what's on your mind this week?
0: Well, Leslie, I thought it might be worthwhile to talk a little bit about the State of the Union address presented by President Biden earlier this week. Uh, In a few minutes, I was thinking maybe you and I could sort of touch base, kind of recap all of the health policy related items that President Biden talked about. There were a few. But uh, before we do, I think it might be helpful to just remember what the State of the Union address is, or maybe better yet, what it's not, right? The State of the Union address, as much attention as it gets, is not... A legislative agenda. Really, it's sort of more of an aspirational vision document, or sort of high hopes for the for the nation. It's not um, a series of executive orders, although sometimes those come out sort of in conjunction with uh, with what the administration feels it can do, and sort of how it's kind of. Um, rolling out the, the timing of its agenda, but really more than anything else, I think it's sort of a document of the administration's values and what it wants to convey about those values to the American people in this moment in time. And so what you get is a lot of big promises, fun ideas, maybe sometimes creative new projects that don't always get that much farther beyond um, the address itself into kind of becoming reality. And so, uh, I hope that our listeners kind of think of this maybe as more of a, it's sort of a, a non-campaign campaign speech in that it's sort of trying to convince the, uh, listeners that the president has a plan and now whether or not that plan actually takes effect is a lot more complicated. So.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you're right. There are things, you know, that we expect every state of the union, Speech to cover, for the President to come out and kind of appeal for unity and, um, you know, lay out a vision for the country's policy agenda. You know, that's kind of one of those time honored traditions that um, that we see with every state of the Union. And I think what we saw on tuesday night was was no exception. Um, and toward the end there, you know, we heard President Biden talk about a new unity agenda focused on advancing several bipartisan issues, right? Four policy goals that we can all work on together. And it's worth pointing out that in this agenda, there's a pretty clear emphasis on health policy. So yeah, with that in mind, what do you say we recap what the president said about healthcare in the state of the union?
0: I love it. Leslie. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. I've I counted six. I know we touched base on this, so let's let's, let's see if we can cover them in the time allotted. <laughs> Here we go. Item number one for our recap today is going to be COVID. President Biden, of course, started by acknowledging um, the progress that we've seen, the downward trajectory in terms of case counts and deaths. Um, And looking forward, President Biden promised a serious boost in access to therapeutics like the Pfizer pill that's been shown effective in treating COVID infection and reducing risk of hospitalization by 90 percent. He said, quote, I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. Pfizer is working overtime to get us a million pills this month. And more than double that next month. Interesting quote. Obviously, um, getting people access to those therapeutics has been a big deal. It's been slow going for a while now. Uh, but I did like the, the the idea that he sort of put this in first person. I've ordered more pills. I sort of imagine him on the phone with his pharmacy dialing in the six digit code for the, you know, for a renewal of the prescription and then walking out of the pharmacy with, you know, 1 million uh, little pill bottles. But uh, um, related to that, the speech actually introduces this idea, which is test to treat the idea that you would go to the pharmacy, take a COVID test. If it's positive, you walk out the door with the pills that's great in theory. We'll see if uh, they can actually implement it um, in a way that's accessible to to a lot of Americans. And then finally, the president acknowledged the possibility of new variants. We don't know what's coming down the road, um, but he said that uh, we'll be able to deploy new vaccines, quote, within 100 days instead of maybe months or years. And if Congress provides the funds we need, he said, we'll have new stockpiles of tests, masks, pills ready if needed. So Big idea. High hopes when it comes to COVID.
1: That's great. That's reassuring. Okay, number two. President Biden also talked about controlling healthcare costs. And he mentioned three priorities. Uh, The first one being capping the cost. And this is a big one. Capping the cost of insulin at $35 a month so more people can afford it. Over the past decade, the list price of insulin has just gone through the roof. So um, it's kind of been... out of reach for a lot of people with diabetes and similarly and kind of along the same lines of reducing prescription drug prices biden said medicare should be able to negotiate prices with drug manufacturers right now that's prohibited so what happens drug companies can set prices as high as the market will allow and the government has to cover these medications at an extremely high cost Uh, medications for things like cancer arthritis, and other chronic diseases that millions of Medicare patients rely on. And lastly, Biden called for making permanent the expanded health insurance premium subsidies that are set to expire after this year. So right now, low-income families who are already eligible for financial assistance under the Affordable Care Act can take advantage of these subsidies to get even more help to cover the cost of health insurance through um, healthcare.gov or their state marketplace exchanges. And if these subsidies expire, those premium payments could double. So you can see why the administration wants to make those
0: savings permanent. Great, so costs sort of fitting in with the broader concern we're seeing across the country, obviously around inflation and the prices of other things like gas and everyday um, people's everyday needs. It's uh, nice to see healthcare costs playing a, a big part of that conversation. All right, number three, nursing homes. Um, this was a short reference from President Biden, who said, quote, Medicare is going to set higher standards for nursing homes and make sure your loved ones get the care they deserve. So this is obviously uh, something that has added weight in the aftermath of COVID, where so many of the tragic deaths um, took place in nursing homes with clusters of infections popping up again and again. Um, And the day before the speech, um, the White House released a fact sheet outlining uh, quite a few CMS initiatives or proposed new authorities for CMS that the president is hoping Congress can provide, things like establishing uh, minimum nursing home staffing requirements um, reinforcing safeguards against unnecessary medication and treatments, but I did want to note that this fact sheet sort of really starts off with a uh, a focus on private equity. Um, we've seen a rise in private equity investment in nursing homes, and uh, the fact sheet sort of points to the fact that that has not translated. Uh, into improved uh, outcomes or quality, safety, um, in fact, has uh, potentially led to to rising costs as well. And so um, I think we're going to see a push from the administration on this um, in the, the months to come.
1: Mm-hmm. And so we also heard, this is number four, uh, we also heard about the administration's ongoing commitment to addressing the opioid crisis, which as you know, has also accelerated um, and become more apparent during the COVID-19 pandemic. So the president outlined several actions as part of a comprehensive plan. So this includes things like more funding for public health and new dollars for interdiction efforts to really work on reducing the availability of illicit drugs in the U.S., And Biden also wants to work toward universal access for medications to treat opioid use disorder, um, drugs like methadone and buprenorphine. These are FDA approved medications. Um, So he's talking about eliminating certain administrative barriers and making, um, again, making permanent um, some of the emergency provisions implemented during the pandemic that gave providers more flexibility in treating people with opioid use disorder.
0: Great, Leslie. Okay, number five. The president alluded to his cancer moonshot. This is um, sort of follow up to something that uh, that got its uh, start in the Obama administration, uh, and then President Biden had a rollout about a month ago, uh, setting a goal to cut cancer death rates by at least. 50 percent over the next 25 years. And then from there, during the State of the Union, the president sort of used that to pivot toward a broader call for Congress to fund um, ARPA-H, which uh, stands for Advanced Research Projects Agency for Health. This is kind of built on or patterned on DARPA, the Defense Department's um, projects focused on kind of big innovations, uh, theoretically kind of world-changing innovations like the internet and GPS. So the president's proposed creating a similar agency that would have this sort of singular purpose focused on Breakthroughs in cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, um, major sort of health challenges that we continue to face.
1: Right, great. And last, but certainly not least, um, number six, the State of the Union also focused on mental health and improving the way mental health is understood and um, treated, how it's integrated with other healthcare services. So the president talked about creating this national strategy to address mental health holistically and um, equitably um, by bringing in providers, um, bringing in more providers to the behavioral health space um, and making sure that mental health benefits are covered at the same level as other healthcare benefits. And um, I think if there's one thing in Biden's speech that surprised me or that I didn't expect to come up. It was this idea of holding um social media platforms accountable. and what role do they play in shaping the mental health and well-being of children? And I, I think this is the first time that I can really remember that we've heard this administration come out and make a policy statement about social media. and to use the State of the Union as a forum to do that, I think, points to these larger issues around, Consumer protections and the push to explore possible um, regulatory strategies. So that's it. I, I think we did it.
0: <laughs> nice job, Leslie. Um, this is great. I do want to mention there are so many, so many other uh, items on the long, long right. laundry list that is the State of the Union address. Um, veterans' health, gun violence, uh, economic investment. For families, the list goes on and on. So um, this was really just a few of the the high points, uh, and I'm glad we could we could cover them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Politico, I think, um, called this the speech that mentioned it all. So <laughs> this was fun, and um, and I think we'll leave it there. Lots of good stuff.
0: Absolutely, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Please recommend uh, Health Affairs this week to a friend. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And check us out next week.
1: Bye. Thanks.